0: hi everyone welcome to another podcast for car sales 101 today we're going to talk about phone inquiries and why it's important to understand what people expect when they call a dealership and for you to understand that they expect a certain amount of information A certain amount of service and a request by you to come to the dealership that's what they are expecting when they call the dealership a lot of the time that information about what they want is misunderstood by the salesperson and most of the time there's a disjunct with the communication whether it's about a price whether it's about a trade-in whether it's about something else that the uh, that the buyer has investigated We talk about investigation that these guys are calling after spending a lot of time online searching review websites dealer websites manufacturing websites talking to other people about the vehicle and getting opinions Um, the information highway is long and large there's plenty of information out there so when they get to you via phone inquiry they already have most of the information that they need. They just need to find a person to invite them into the dealership so they can actually buy a vehicle. So that's what they're they're doing most of the time, if it's not a price shopper. But we'll talk about that as well. So the first most important thing as a salesperson in today's world as compared to 20 years ago, that you need to be armed with all your trade tools which is knowing all your inventory all the costs of the vehicles that have been marketed on your website or on the deal website or on the manufacturing website national campaigns so when someone calls the dealership you're 100% sure on everything that's available and that needs to be made sure of by asking your management to provide all that information to you so you are armed and dangerous with everything that's available. If that means um, a website page, a link, um, national advertising page of your manufacturer, um, a piece of paper with all the offers on it, whatever that may be, um, and also your inventory and how to locate it quickly and find something for a customer. All these tools are part of your your trade so as a minimum as an absolute minimum you need all that today it's gone are the days where you walk up to a stock board pick out a card and hold the card until your customer comes in so nobody else can sell that that particular car because it's a stock card those days are gone um, and if you understand the tools that you require that's one of the first things that's most important when you're on the phone everything's at your fingertips and you sound positive and confident and you understand what the cars have got and what the prices are. So moving on from there, let's talk about uh, why people call the dealership. As I said earlier, they're calling so they can find a place to come to buy the vehicle. And what are they looking for? They're not looking for price most of the time. They're looking for a connection with a salesperson that they can communicate with, number one, that they feel um, they can do business with, they can transact with, number two. And number three, most importantly, you guys have to provide the ease of transacting. And sometimes you have to map that out in your discussion with the, the buyer. And the three most important things that you have to understand. Make a connection by building rapport. So building rapport is a key in this phone inquiry system that um, that you guys need to understand and develop for yourselves if you build rapport quickly within the first 30 seconds 40 seconds by small talk people feel comfortable and they're relaxed a little bit and um, you know they drop their guard because when they're calling you it's a cold call for them just like you make a cold call it's a cold call for them they don't know who they're gonna get um, they don't know if the reception is going to put them through quickly, how fast they're going to talk to you about what they want. So it is a bit of a cold call for them and you have to make them feel welcome and you have to invite them to relax and ask you questions. And you don't do that by saying, hey, just chill and you know, relax. It's okay. I've got you. It's not how you do it. You're building rapport with the customer and there's certain tactics and ways and I'm sure your management there will be able to help you with that. But that's the first most important thing. The second most important thing is to try not to sound like a robot. And yes, scripts are important, that you've got your company scripts, whatever they may be, and there's certain questions you have to ask. But try not to sound like a robot. And be empathetic. If a customer's calling you about a price on a car, talk about the price and talk about how you're gonna help them get the best possible price. If they're calling you, asking for information about a car, then talk to them about the car. Don't jump around for questions that your company needs you to ask. Um, You need to go with the flow on the phone call. So the pacing of the phone call might be fine. So you might give them something, give them one or two things, information, and then you might ask them for one thing. You might give them another two or three things, more information, and then you might ask them for one thing. So this is not about asking them 20 questions. About their trade-in. About have they done business with you before? Um, what price have they have they seen around? Are they looking at finance? Um, when can they come to the dealership? All that is fine. You need to ask all that, but you ask it as you pace the phone call, not all at once, and let them just give you information. They want information, so it's a it's a you have something, I have something. You have something, I have something. So. Just think about that as the phone call goes through and making sure that the, that the other side of the, of the call is coming along at the pace that you want. Slow it down if you need or, or accelerate it if you, if you need to accelerate it, but make sure that it's, it's a two-way street. The other most important thing is if you get a phone call regarding a price, um, I think one of the most important things here is not to say no that you can't do it. Now I know that's going to be controversial, but let me explain to you what I mean. I don't mean you say yes you can do that price, because most of the time you can't. Because this is how people shop. They ring a dealership, um, one dealership says we only quote retail price on the phone or the national campaign on the phone. If you come to the dealership, we'll be able to do better for you. Now. If someone told me that on the phone, um, I'd be like, well, I can go to any dealership and walk in and get that. Why do you want me to come to your dealership? So there lays an opportunity for you to understand why should they come to your dealership and buy a car from you when there's a national campaign and they can buy that car from 22 other dealers. So once you realise that it's about connection and it's about how you handle the objection with empathy and not with aggression or not with no i can't do that price You've ne- you haven't been offered that price you're never going to buy the car for that price straight away you're putting the the buyer on the back foot now you and i know that they're going to call one dealer and get a price of forty-two they they're going to call another dealer and say they've been offered 40 and that dealer's going to say you you can't, you're can't. you not going to be offered that price, you can't buy the car for that, good luck, go and buy it. That's not how you try to get that person in, because it's just a waste of a phone call. Your company has spent money marketing, advertising to get that person in, and all you can do is tell them that they can't buy the car for that price. Well done, you win. Not really. So your job, really, is to get that person from knowing that you can't buy the car for 40000 You know, and they know. So the Mexican standoff is that the big elephant in the room knows you're not gonna buy the car for 42,000. How do you get that person from 42,000, sorry, from 40,000 in their head, because that's what they're gonna tell you they've had, to coming into the dealership and buying that car for 43,500. So how do you do that? Well, there's a lot of ways to do it. There's ways that start with saying to the customer, look, I don't know if we can do that price but it doesn't sound too bad. I know one of the other sales sold a car similar to that the other day, but I think there was a trade involved. But let me check for you. When's a good time for you to come in and have a chat with me and the manager? So straight away, you're trying to get the appointment because that's what they want. They want to come in to the dealership. You're not saying you can't do the price. When they get there, use your skills and then we can discuss a, a real figure. Because they've had a figure in their head that they've got from the other dealer, they've told you 40 and you can put a bit of doubt in their head instead of calling them a liar or whatever it may be to cause an argument or cause an integrity issue with the customer which you don't want to do. But we both know they don't know how to buy vehicles because they don't go to how to buy a car school. Which is fine because they're just trying to get the best price. and. and if we all understand that's all they're trying to do is get the best price and the best value and that's what they think is most important well it is isn't. it isn't but so let's just quickly recap we're already at 11 minutes Um, build empathy build rapport use empathy sorry build rapport know your stock they just want to make a connection with somebody to come in and buy a vehicle price isn't the main option because they have pricing all over the place and they know don't get into arguments don't question their integrity on the phone and there's no point saying if you can get that price go and buy it because that's a waste of everybody's time and money and if you do that in the industry you're better off just packing your bags and moving on to something else because if you can't overcome price objection on the phone by now if you're in the trade for a few years you're going to be a mediocre salesperson at best and you're not going to gross as well so think about that as a podcast if you need any more information let me know Um, again thanks for listening guys and um, sell sell sell